Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun of the Run podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, also known as Waddell Running Lady. Thank you so much for being here. I just want to say that you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Waddell Running Lady, or there is an email specifically for this podcast, which is fun of the run podcast at gmail.com. I always love hearing from you, your feedback, your comments, your questions. So please feel free to reach out anytime. And without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. I wanted to just thank you for your positive feedback on last week's episode with my coach, Kylie Aldaz. I, it was so much fun talking to her and I felt like she had a lot of great information for all of us really. And it was nice kind of hearing how she comes up up with her training plans and kind of how she uh, determines, you know, what kind of mileage to give different people. And I thought that was pretty interesting. So I loved hearing from her and talking to her and, and um, sounds like you all enjoyed that episode too. So thank you for tuning in to that. I wanted to talk about, I have, I feel like this past week, um, a lot of things kind of have gone down for me personally. And I have several things that I wanted to just address, I guess, in this podcast. And so I hope that you'll bear with me as I kind of maneuver around a few different things. First up, I just wanted to say that I am, I'm feeling sort of hesitant about this weekend's half marathon. It is a road race. It's Mesa half marathon. I've run it three times before in person. I've run the the full marathon before as well. It was my first marathon back in 2020, but this will be my fourth time running the half marathon. Uh, originally, I was going to run the full, but as you know, I finished Coldwater 60K on January 20th. So that's only been, what, two, a little over two weeks since I finished Coldwater. And um, has it been two weeks? Let's see, 20, that's 10 days, 15. Yeah, it's only been about what, two and a half weeks or two weeks, whatever. And so it really, it would be three weeks between cold water 60 K and Mesa full marathon. And personally, um, my, my big goal coming up in the next couple of months is Lake Martin 50 miler on March 16th. And I was feeling very uncomfortable with running 26.2 miles on the roads because I know the toll that the road takes on my body trails are much more forgiving for me specifically. I feel like they are for a lot of people. I have a much harder time recovering from road races than I do from trail races. And so after chatting with my coach, she's like, well, you know, I'm fine if you don't do the race. And I'm like, well, I'm fine if I don't do the race. And she's like, well, I thought you wanted to. And I'm like, well, I thought you wanted me to. And it was just really funny because we went back and forth and I'm like, I'm fine dropping down to the half. And she's like, I'm fine with you dropping down to the half. And I'm like, then I'm dropping down to the half. And it was just really funny. But she was basically saying, you know, you're, you're going to have to recover. You're still recovering from the 60K. After you do Mesa full, you're going to have to recover from that. And then Lake Martin is really not too far in the future. And I'm going to have a hard time getting your mileage back up before Lake Martin if you're still recovering from Mesa Marathon. And so it just was the right decision all around to drop down to the half and then progress a little bit with the long runs, not anything too crazy before Lake Martin, but I think that that was the right, right call. And I feel super comfortable with that. So if you are going to be at Mesa Marathon, if you're going to be at the Expo on Friday, or if you're going to be running um, specifically the half marathon on Saturday, February 10th, 
I hope that I get a chance to say hi. If you see me, please come and say hi. I would love to meet you or see you if I already know you. And that would be amazing. So yeah, so I will be at the expo on Friday. I don't know what time yet. I'm just going to go pick up my bib and walk. I love walking through all the booths and stuff. And then Saturday, the race starts at 6.30 a.m. And I was instructed to just take it very easy. This is going to be just a training run for me. I'm not to race this, which I don't even know how to race anyways. I don't know how to go fast, but this is supposed to be kind of a low key, low stress, just getting some miles in kind of a race. And so if you see me at the, at the start line, you probably won't see me again because you'll be done before I am, but just to throw that out there. So that's this weekend. Okay. So I, I will also want to talk about a couple other things. I, I made a post, a very long post last week that talked about needing to step back a little bit from social media and, and from running. But I feel like there were some people that thought I meant, oh, she's, she's going to stop posting or, oh, she's going to stop running or something. And that's, that's not what, what this was about. By stepping back, I meant just that, like kind of just stepping back a little bit, not throwing in the towel, not giving up. There was some concern on my husband's part that he was like, you know, you don't spend enough time with me. I mean, what's new, right? You know, life gets busy. We have kids, we have different schedules. He works, I don't work outside the home. You know, there's just sometimes it's like, I don't know what we're going to do. And especially when I'm training for a long race and I have log runs on Saturdays. I can be gone. 20 miles can take me eight hours to run. Yes, I know that's extremely slow. And I know hardly anybody has that pace. I get that. But that's my pace. It takes me about eight, seven to eight hours, just depending on how I'm doing that day to run 20 miles. So if I'm in the peak of training and I've got my longest long run and I'm gone for eight hours on Saturday, that doesn't include drive time to the trails drive time from the trails and potty breaks and whatever. So it takes the whole day. And, you know, I, I don't race all the time. I certainly don't race every month. I, I don't, but I currently have had a lot back to back. So I did pass mountain in November and it, you know, it was a 50 K that took some long runs leading up to it. I took a couple of weeks off running and training until December 1st and then ramped up again for cold water rumble 60 K, which again involved some double digit runs. It took me, you know, six, seven, sometimes eight hours to do. And that was on Saturdays. And then I am currently, then I was going to be doing Mesa marathon, which I'm not, I'm doing the half, but I'm still in that mode. I'm, I'm getting ready to do Lake Martin 50 milers, my first 50 mile race, and there will be some more double digit runs. Okay. My point in telling you all of that is by having those really long runs on Saturdays, my husband held the fort down here at home. And I, I didn't think he really minded doing that, but I think because I have not had back to back really long races before it just kind of took its toll. And he's like, he was just done with me being gone that many hours on Saturday. And even though it wasn't, it wasn't eight hours every Saturday, but just, you know, it was enough to where he was like, okay. So my solution and after talking with him and we discussed all this stuff and talking with my coach was like, why don't we move my long runs to Fridays? 
you know, if it's an eight hour run, I'll drop my son off at school. I will head to the trails and get my, my run in. And my husband typically picks my son up from school on Fridays anyways, so he can pick him up from school. They can do their father son stuff. They typically always do. And that gives me time to finish my run and get home at about the same time as them. And then Saturdays I can have a shorter run to where, you know, instead of having that super long run, I'll have a shorter run where I can spend time with my husband, spend time with the family. You know, we can go out to breakfast, whatever, and I can get my run in. They can get their workout in. They can run with me if it's less miles and just all around a solution to where I'm not gone all day Saturday. Sunday, we're together all day as a family at church in the morning and at night. So Sunday is a family day anyways, but Saturday I'm trying to just rearrange it to where I can spend more time with my husband and my family and that's that. So that's what I meant by kind of trying to balance my running. The other thing I'm doing is I'm trying to be more intentional with social media and I've explained this a little bit, but Instagram is, is where it's at for me. I, I have Facebook, but Facebook is more like I'm in specific groups on Facebook. I, I'm not on Facebook, just on there, like socially, like on Instagram. It's, I have an Orange Mud Ambassadors group. I have a Shocks Ambassador group. I have a Noon Hydration Ambassador group. So I have ambassador groups that, that I, like I'm required to engage in those and which I, I don't engage in them very often, but that's that's really what Facebook is for me. Instagram is where I post my running workouts and it's where I post my, what I think are inspirational, you know, reels or where I also just, this is real life. I'm struggling today. This run was terrible, but the weather was gorgeous. The thing about, I guess, any kind of social media is it can suck you in. It can suck your time. And that is kind of where I found myself with it. I, I mean, who hasn't heard the, gotten the complaint from their companion, you know, like, Hey, you're always on that. Get off, you know, spend time with me or talk to me or whatever, get off the Instagram or get off Facebook or whatever. I mean, I feel like that's something that I've heard a lot of people mention and deal with Be because I love to engage with my community so much. And because I have so many awesome people that follow me on Instagram you know, when they leave a comment and, and a lot of these comments, they're so kind, they're so nice. They're so generous or just, you know, they're like, you're such an inspiration to me or whatever. Thank you for helping me. I ran my first 5k. Of course I want to respond to those and say, wow, you ran your first 5k. That's amazing. You know, how awesome and congratulations, whatever. The problem is I was kind of wanting to, every time I see a comment, then I have to res respond right away. Every time I get a, got a question in my direct messages, like, hey, can you recommend a, a 50K training plan? Or can you recommend a coach? Or, you know, what do you do for shin splints? Or this, or why do you wear a skirt when you're running? And just the different questions I would, oh, well, let me answer this person real quick and then I'll get back to helping you with your homework. Or let me answer this real quick and then I'll get back to making dinner. Or, oh, I guess I've been answering comments and now you know, it's time to pick my son up from school and I haven't really gotten a whole lot done. So it just was time for me to kind of take a little bit of a step back as far as not necessarily from posting, but just being a little more intentional with my time. And so what I'm, what I'm experimenting with is having like a 
a, like maybe setting aside an hour a day or something to where I can respond to messages and comments or whatever. I, I just, I don't have it all ironed out yet, but that's what I mean by stepping back is not that I'm going away, not that I'm planning to not post anymore, but just trying to be more intentional with my time so that I can engage with everybody on Instagram because that is what I love to do. I love talking about running, as you well know, if you listen to this podcast, I love talking about running. I love interacting with other people on my page. It's just that I can get carried away myself and because I love it so much, if that makes sense. As much as I love it and as much as I love talking about running, there are things that are more important to me personally. This is not your typical <laughs> fun of the run episode. So I, I apologize for that in advance. I, I just want to kind of say a few things that are that are on my heart. I want people to know that the intent of my Instagram page has never been anything improper, has never been anything indecent, has never been anything negative. The The intent of my Instagram page, as I see it today from, from my perspective, the reason I keep coming back every day and posting funny reels or posting inspirational reels or or simply just sharing what I did today as far as how many miles I ran and how beautiful the day was. My intent is to inspire other people and to show other people that somebody like me can do really hard things. You know, I started running when I was almost 44. You, If you take a look at my picture on Instagram, look at any of my posts or reels, you will see that I am a heavy set woman. I am chubby, whatever you want to call me, whatever, chubby, overweight, heavy set, whatever. Okay. Call me whatever you want, fluffy, whatever. I love to run and I am able to do it in the body that I have. And that is really where, where I stand with my page is you can do what you want to do in the body that you have. You don't have to shrink yourself to please other people. You don't have to shrink yourself to please society. You don't have to shrink yourself to to be a runner. I have a runner's body. If you run, you have a runner's body. And, and that's been the goal of my page is just that, you know, if I can do these things, you can also do these things. The proper training and the proper mindset and 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 actually recovering and taking care of yourself and you do not have to look a certain way to be a runner and and i feel like people relate to that and when i share the lows and when i share the highs of my journey people relate to that because it's it's a common it's just we're the same you know what i mean we're all if we're, we're all in this together and my my running may look different than yours and not be as fast as yours, but guaranteed, even if you're a fast runner, you have a bad day sometimes, but we don't always see that represented on social media. So my goal is to show the highs, to show the lows, to be inspirational, to be relatable. And that's, that's what my page is about. When I started out with Instagram, it was strictly to keep myself accountable by posting what I did every day. Here I rode a bike today, or here I hiked today, or here I ran today. And that's what it was. It's since morphed into what it is today, which I'm very grateful for. But with all of that being said, and if you do follow me on Instagram, 
you most likely have noticed by now that yes, I am a Christian and yes, I wear a skirt when I run. That is a very in, in, a very conspicuous thing about me. So you see me at a starting line, I will be the one in the skirt. I mean, and not that there aren't other people that run in skirts. There are a few, there aren't many. So a lot of times, especially if you live here locally, if you see a chubby lady with dark brown hair wearing a black skirt at a starting line, it's probably going to be me. As such, I feel like I, I do get a lot of questions about why do I run in a skirt? And the reason for that is modesty reasons, personal preference, religious reasons. I believe that that's what God would have me to do. And so that's why I do it. And everybody's been very gracious about, about that. But there is another piece that has apparently has caused a little bit of contention um, with people that not necessarily know me personally, but know of me and know people that know me and that know of people that know of people that know me, if that makes sense. I have almost 12,000 followers on Instagram. I have a public account. Um, the reason I have a public account is because the main reason I have it is, well, honestly, for one thing, to help as many people as possible and inspire as many people as possible. But the other reason is I'm an Orange Mud ambassador. If I want to be an Orange Mud ambassador, my account is required to be public. I am a noon ambassador. If I want to be a noon ambassador, I am required to have a public account. And honestly, the same goes for you know, being a shocks ambassador, different things like that. So a lot of times, if you are an, ambas an ambassador for a certain brand, they do require you to have a public Instagram account. There are jets in, my, in the background. I apologize for that noise. Sometimes I can edit it out. Sometimes I can't. Anyhow, my account is public. So with that being said, there are always people who are they're observing what you're doing, but they're not engaging with your content. And that's totally fine. I was telling my husband about it and he's like, Michelle, well, you're describing me. You know, he's like, I don't ever post anything. I don't hardly ever like anything. I just, he's like, I guess you would call me a looky-loo because I do have an Instagram account and I do follow people, but I don't really engage with their content. He's like, I don't comment and I don't but I also, he's like, I do want to see what they're doing because I'm interested in them as a person or he's interested in whatever the account is about. He's, he follows more like politicians and working out like weightlifting type stuff and some running, but you know, he doesn't interact with, with those accounts. And so I have people the same way. I feel like this is probably a super boring episode, but bear with me. So with 12,000 followers or almost 12,000 followers, I can post a reel on any given day. And I would say on average, I would get maybe 200 or, or 300 likes on, on a reel, let's say. And, you know, sometimes no comments, usually there's at least one or two comments, but think about 12,000 followers and at the most 300 likes that's does that's not a whole lot of of engagement if i do a static post where it's just like a picture or you know eight or nine or ten pictures whatever it's not a video it's not a reel it's not a story it's an actual 
square Instagram post, those typically get even less likes. And in some comments, it just depends. And obviously there are both ends of the spectrum. I have a couple of reels on Instagram that are like 9 million views, you know, hundreds of thousands of likes, but that's just not the norm for me. And that's just a couple that of reels that took off. That's not the norm. So I say all that to say that most people that are following me on Instagram, they're not there to engage with me. They're, they're either there to just watch what I'm up to because they know me and they're curious or they're there because they are inspired and they just want to see, they don't care to interact or they're runners and they just follow other runners. There's so many reasons why somebody could be following me. Someone can see something on something that I post or a reel that I make and say, she's doing this in our congregation. We have a no touch standard. I know it's going to sound archaic and old fashioned. I get that. So please don't come at me. I understand that this is my life and I have to live true to myself and true to my beliefs. So please don't come at me. We have a no touch standard. And what that means is women hug women, men hug men. So it's, it's like, how can I explain it? You don't touch somebody of the opposite gender unless you're related to them. So I shouldn't be hugging anybody that is not my husband, my brother, my son, my nephew, my son-in-law, you know, you know what I'm saying? My, whatever, my uncle, I shouldn't, my grandpa, whatever. I shouldn't be hugging any man that is not related to me. And same goes for, you know, my husband, he shouldn't be going around hugging other women unless they're related to him. That is one of the things that we uphold in our congregation. When I first started running trails about 15 months ago, I've, I've, I've got several episodes about this, that several episodes that mentioned how comfortable the trail running family made me feel and how everybody had a kind word for me, you know, even though I'm walking on the flats and wasn't running like a lot of them were, you know, walking up the hills, whatever everybody had a kind word. And by the time I finished that race, I honestly felt like part of this huge, big family. When you finish a feat, like your very first ultra marathon, for most people finishing an ultra marathon, it's, it's not easy. There are some people who'd be like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. Most people, it's really hard. And especially, you know, it's your first one you had to overcome a lot of obstacles. You're not the typical runner's body or whatever it was hard to finish my first ultra. And when I finished that race, I felt like a million bucks. I felt like a rock star. Your our emotions are high, whatever, right? I met a friend for the first time that followed me on Instagram and I followed him. I could be his way, 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 way older sister or something. And we took a picture at the finish line, like, like two guys would when they're standing, like, you know, next to each other. Hey, let's get a picture kind of thing. Someone saw that and, and anyways, it just ended up turning into this, this whole thing. I did not ever intend for that to become an issue or a problem because I felt a little funny about it at the time. It was a one-armed hug. Like we were next to each other. We were not like smushed up against each other or anything. I still should have said something i still should have said should have put both arms in front of me or done something fist bumped 
I don't know. I don't really know how, how to describe all this. There was a selfie that was taken. There was a young man that is a friend at one of my aid stations and he was sitting in a chair and it was on a hot day, a hot race, and he was taking a break. I finally met this young man in person. I knelt behind his chair. There was quite a bit of distance between us, maybe several inches, if not a foot. I mean, there was, a, there was quite a bit of distance between the chair and myself, but I reached around with my arm to take a selfie and that picture was also seen. You couldn't see any space between myself and this young man. So it gave the appearance that, that we were touching. And so explain this without causing any hurt feelings or problems or anything. I guess I, I just want people to know that if you know me in public, if you know me in person and you see me locally at a race, please don't take offense. If I give you a fist bump, reach to shake your hand instead of welcoming your hug. Because as much as I appreciate that you're doing it in a friendly way and that you care about me, I, I need to be true to, I, I need to be true to, to myself and, and I will give you a fist bump, or a high five, I will shake your hand, whatever. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, so I just, I want to just put that out there and I know that not everybody listens to my podcast and, you know, I'm sure things will happen, but that's, that's on me to handle the situations as they come. And it's not because I don't love you guys. And it's not because I don't care about you or, and feel like you're part of my family. Um, it's just that I need to, I need to do this to be true to myself and my church family and to God and to just do the right thing. What I feel like is the right thing. I just kind of want to explain myself because I don't want there to be any questions. I don't want you know, I don't want to be a bad example. I'm just putting that out there. I don't know what else to say. And what I, I guess what I'm saying is there's, as far as, you know, you post and you, you, there's this kind of thing about it that can be stressful and you can feel like, you know, if you step wrong, somebody's going to see, you know, if you accidentally you skirt rode up a little bit when you were running and it was windy and it went a little higher than normal but it was still below your knee. And if someone finds out, you know, so there's all these things that honestly stress me out. And I'm just trying to do my best to balance it all out the best that I can and spending less time on the app itself and more time present with my family, more time present with my responsibilities here at home, my responsibilities with my husband, as far as spending time with him, spending time with the children, you know, whatever, all kinds of other things. And so I am trying to actively, actively prioritize things. Running has to stay as a hobby as much as I love it. And as much as I am in training mode currently, you know, getting ready for like Martin 50, I can't always be in race mode, you know, so running has to be kind of low down on the totem pole as a hobby. And it's great for my mental health. I love it. I need it. But my family comes first and more than anything else, my God comes first. And so if there's something that I'm doing, that's going to keep me from, from feeling like I'm being true to what God would have me do, then I'm going to set that thing aside. So I'm not setting any of this aside. I'm just stepping back a little bit and trying to reprioritize and rebalance. I hope that makes sense and I, that I don't sound like a total kook and crazy lady. If I do, I'm sorry. I'm still me. I'm still Michelle. I'm still what L running lady, but 
I want my priorities to stay straight so that I can give my best self to my family. And like I said, to God, to my faith, and also to my friends on Instagram and my friends in real life. I want to be the best version of myself that I can be. So I need to stay true to myself and to those things that I believe. So I say all of that to say that is what the stepping back means. You know, you may see a few less reels, you may see a few less posts, you may see a less quick response to your comments, to your feedback, to your direct messages, but I still will respond. I still will reply. I still will interact, but it's going to be just not as along those same lines. I wanted to just say that recently I have had a couple of really hurtful comments on Instagram. So several months back, I ran past Mountain 50K with my friend, Chris Morrison. That was on November 11th. You all know the story. If if you've listened to all of the other episodes, if you haven't, let me briefly recount what happened. Past Mountain 50K was my second ultra marathon. I had a pacer with me. He wasn't an official pacer. Chris, you know, was signed up for his own race, but he committed to staying with me the whole time to help me get through and to help me make the cutoff. We, Chris and I were at mile 20 of this basically what ended up being almost a 34 mile race. We were at mile 20. We were at an aid station and the aid station had been already, I don't want to say shut down because there were still supplies there. It was still stocked, but it was no longer staffed because we were the last two runners in this distance and the 50 mile runners were not coming through this way again. And so the aid station was left unmanned and yet it was left stocked. So Chris and I helped ourselves and we found watermelon in the cooler. We found bread, we found fruit snacks, we found whatever, we found stuff. We filled up our packs and all of that. Well, it was a really hot day and the very nice volunteers knew that we were coming through. And so they left us out pitchers of icy water on the table. We filled up our stuff and then I was just so thirsty at that moment. I wanted something cold so bad and I found this icy pitcher of water and I did what my kids call a waterfall. Leaned my head back, picked the pitcher up and poured the water directly into my mouth. The water did not get anywhere else except on myself, on my body and down my throat. And I did not touch the pitcher to my mouth or anything like that, but I waterfalled this icy water into my mouth. It was amazing. It hit the spot. It was so good at mile 20 of this ultra. Um, my friend Chris filmed it, had a good laugh, posted it a couple days later with some funny music and said, you know, when your friend catches you in a flattering moment or something. I've gotten a lot of that basically went viral. That reel did. And I've got, I don't know, millions of views on it. And a whole bunch of comments, a lot of very good comments and very flattering comments, but a lot of really rude comments too, saying basically people at my size shouldn't be running ultras and I'm too fat to be doing that. And maybe I should actually train before I do an event like this, which obviously I trained for months before I did this event. And you, you can't tell just by looking at somebody that they didn't train, you know, anyhow, all these comments, but the most recent one I got was the day before yesterday, I believe. And it was a meme that someone inserted into the comments. And it was, I guess this little boy's name is Russell. And he is like a little fat round boy scout that is in the movie up. His name is Russell. And I've heard from people that he's really a cool dude and he's, he's cute and he's nice and all this stuff. But 
But the intent of the commenter was not, hey, you look cute and you're like cute like Russell. The comment was, the commenter was comparing my size to this kid's. And it was very unflattering. It was very hurtful. It really, really, really hurt my feelings and made me feel like, wow, you know, and and it just, of course, I deleted the comment and I didn't block the person, I don't think, but I deleted the comment because it was just like, really, like it was super rude. And and then um, I had another comment today, I believe it was, on a different reel. Recently, I, I did a reel about, I finally feel confident calling myself a runner. You know, you all you have to do is run in order to call yourself a runner. You don't have to go a certain pace or whatever. It's not about speed. It's about if you're running or not. And I had some negative comments on that reel. Someone telling me that, no, you actually have to run at a certain pace to be a runner. You actually have to run six days a week. You actually have to, can't remember, but there's a bunch of like all these rules supposedly in order to be a runner, which of course I just said, I don't agree with you. You're wrong, whatever. But someone commented gaslight. And the way I took that was, and I may be thinking of a different reel, but anyway, someone commented gaslight and said, and was basically like, okay, like I'm gaslighting myself into thinking that I'm okay the way that I am. You're basically trying to make excuses for being a fat and, and not losing weight. And it just, you know, on top of everything else that I've been dealing with this past week, getting those comments was just really hurtful. And just made me feel like dirt, you know, and like such a loser. I want to thank everyone who commented really nice things and like you always do. So I have so many supporters on Instagram. I have so many supporters who are just in my corner cheering me on saying, don't listen to the haters who cares what people think. You're doing the thing. You're running the ultras. You're running the miles. You put in the work. It doesn't matter what you look like. No, nobody cares. You know, the haters are, are this whatever. And just all of the really good comments. I wanted to just thank you for those. And I really appreciate the comments so much. And I really appreciate the support that you all give. And I wanted to just make sure that everybody knows that when you listen to my podcast and comment and tell me that you enjoyed the episode, or when you go to my Instagram page and say, thank you for sharing your content, you know, please don't stop posting. It really makes my day and it really makes my heart so happy because the vast majority of responses to my page and to my content are positive. And so for that, I want to thank each and every one of you. From here on out, I have Lake Martin 50 miler. I don't know what I'm going to do after that. All I have planned for now and for the sake of this balance that I've been talking about on this episode is most likely I'm going to run a 12 hour race sometime this summer and then a 24 hour race closer to maybe late summer, early fall, something like that in preparation for my hundred mile race at across the years, which, you know, I'm excited about. My husband is cool with all of this. He's a huge supporter of me and of my running. We have our disagreements from time to time. He gets jealous of my time. He wants me to spend more time with him because he loves me. And I appreciate that. I know he does, but also he is understanding how much running has helped me. And so he is okay with me doing what I just mentioned to you. There could be a few other races thrown in there over the summer, some nighttime summer series that we may do together. I don't know yet, but as far as the rest of 2024, that's what it's looking like for me so far. Uh, my, my main point in, in covering everything that I covered today was 
I want you to have respect for Waddell Running Lady. I want my friends that go to church with me to have respect for Michelle, for Waddell Running Lady. I want my family, my children, my husband, my pastor, the people that follow me from all of the other congregations around the world, around the country, you know, that go to the same church as I do. I want them to have respect for me too. So I'm going to do everything within my power to keep my Instagram page clean and to, you know, not post anything that, that could even be considered questionable or inappropriate. And so that's, that's really been the goal of, of this episode, even though I said it in a bunch of really weird roundabout ways, I want my Instagram page to be a clean page. I want it to be a, a wholesome page. I want to present a wholesome persona and I want people to, to know me as a good person and as a Christian woman and as a good godly person, you know, not as somebody that's out there being fake. And I feel like I, I present reality on my page. I feel like I am, that I'm able to present relatable content because I am genuine in what I post. And so this isn't a made up racket. This isn't pretend. This isn't me pretending to live on little house on the prairie. The things that I tell you and explain to you are, that's my real life. And that's, those are my beliefs. And that is how I stand. And that is how I feel. And so that is just basically where I'm at with this. And so I want to leave that good impression with you even today. And that, you know, if you see something that you have a question about, ask me and I will gladly do my best to answer your question and gladly do my best to explain whatever you're questioning. Let me know because I want to have a good reputation and that means more to me than anything. I want to have a good reputation and I want to, to do what's right. And that's, that's really what matters. I want to do what's right. So this has been about running. This has been not about running. Running is such a, such a parallel to life. Running is such a, it's so symbolic of life. You know, you start out and you try to get on, you know, you want to get to the finish line and, and, and there's bumps along the way and, you offend people along the way, you hurt people along the way, you inspire people along, along the way, you disappoint yourself, you whatever. There's just, running is such a symbol for life. But I'm just thankful for everybody that's in my corner. I'm thankful for all of my friends, people that support me in real life, people in my family, my friends, my church. I'm thankful for each and every one of you. And I love you all. And I thank you for being here to listen to this week's episode of the Fun of the Run podcast. Please just keep going out there and putting one foot in front of the other. Please keep being amazing. Whether that means you run for five minutes today, you go walk for 20 minutes, whatever you do, just do it with your whole heart. Give it the best effort that you have and do not compare yourself to me or to anybody else that you see out there on social media because you're you and your best is what, what it's about. Okay. So just keep on being you and just keep on keeping on. And I will do the same. I hope that you will join me for next week's episode of fun of the run podcast. Thank you so much.